What's up, guys? Jay Daniel here with my co-host, Victor, and this is the Sales at Home Podcast. How are you doing, Victor? I'm good, man. What's up? How are you, man? How are you? How's your day been so far? It's been good. Nice and productive. Uh, nice. What are we talking about today? So, you know, a couple of weeks ago, we had the girls on. Um, we had Reem and, and Natalie on, and uh, we talked a little bit about people in the DMs and how they approach them and, and how they're they're communicating with people, right? And sleazy guys and girls and how they approach people in the DMs. And since that conversation, I feel like both of us have been seeing more and more of these types of people. It's it's almost like, you know, when you buy the green Honda, everybody's got the green Honda. It's, yeah. it's like we've been seeing it more and more since we brought light to it on, on that one episode and kind of wanted to just have like a, a guy's conversation about it. You know, we had the girls on, we heard their perspective and and spoke a little bit there. But just to kind of talk a little bit about the type of person that would do something like that or some of the stuff that we're seeing and, you know, along those lines. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, I think, I think it's, um, <clears throat> if, if you think anything like it's this whole idea of like short-term gratification, long-term gratification, right? Like yeah. I think if you're thinking long-term if you're thinking about your brand and your reputation, you don't do shit like that. Um, it, It's just, I don't know. Like, you know what I mean? Like, dude, if you're sending creepy messages to chicks that you don't know, like they can take a screenshot, you know what I mean? That can, in a very small space that is like, especially our space, like how easy is it for that to go viral in the space or in a Facebook group or, and, and potential employers or partners to see it, you know, it's, it's not, especially dude, especially when it's like, it's like a, a female that's not even in your state or your country. It's, it's Mm -hmm. like, it's just a poor, um, it's just a poor business decision. I think if you do that, you're not thinking in terms of business. <laughs> you, you know what I mean? You're just you're just being a, an NPC, a pedestrian, yeah. um, just doing whatever you feel like doing. And it's 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 dumb. It's my opinion. Yeah. I, I mean, like that, like that, you know, one particular message we both saw today where it's just like <laughs> 44, I'm single. I don't hey, that, that was creative, bro. He's like, <laughs> <laughs> I think we make good couple, baby. <laughs> Like, like you said, you're not thinking in terms of, of business or growth at all. Yeah. You're you're coming at it. You're shooting from the hip, and there's no thought or or any type of of precision or anything yeah. put into it. You're just kind of just throwing it out there because yeah. you think, oh, cool, shoot or shoot. And I, it's such a funny phrase when people say shoot your shot, right? And people say like mm-hmm. shoot or shoot, and you know you miss all the shots you don't take, but when you look at like basketball, like professional basketball, you look at the shooters and the great shooters, they shoot the same shot every single time. They practice that shot. They line that shot up appropriately. They shoot off one way, one foot. Their form is the same. Like everything is, is precision with them. They don't just shoot a shot. They practice that shot forever until that one point in the game when they shoot that shot and make it, right? Yeah. People are out here just shooting, throwing the ball in the air, just throwing it thinking that yeah. it's going to real dividends but it's not and it's it's a it's a it's a metaphor for how we're supposed to you know actively line ourselves up for success and if you're trying to if your goal is i'm going to shoot my shot at this girl and she's going to be like yeah baby let's get together you're no longer single at 44 then you got to come a little bit more correct than that you know what i mean yeah i mean dude it's like sales right like you just yeah. you take your fucking process and if it doesn't work you make improvements to it. You see where, like, 
it, uh, <clears throat> you do the same shit doesn't work over and over again, right? Yeah. Like you're 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 just a crazy person. So, um, yeah, I mean, dude, it, it's uh, yeah, I mean, it is what it is, right? Like it's just yeah, that's yeah. where they're gonna stay. And but like you said though, you said something about your brand, right? Yeah, and, and how that? Oh no, yeah, brand is tarnished. It's fine. How that resonates. You're the fucking creepy guy. Everybody's making fun. We're making fun of him right now. You exactly. Know? Exactly. And, but you know what's funny though? People think all the time like, oh, well, I'm not actively trying to have a personal brand, so I don't have a personal brand. I'm not like, you know, putting color schemes together and putting like, you know, graphics together. I don't have a logo. I don't have a catchy name, so I don't have a personal brand. But everything you put out there is is a derivative of your brand and how you communicate is your brand. And that's what people think of you when they look at you. So when you've got prominent people in business and people who could probably help you, who could probably help elevate your status and you're coming at them like, hey, baby, you know, blah, 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 what's up? Blah, 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 all this stuff. Like you're, you're tarnishing that brand. And you're everybody they know too. Yeah, yeah exactly. no, everybody, everybody they know. Everybody they know. Like, oh yeah, this guy is the guy, you know? Um, yeah. Yeah, that's huge, bro. I think uh, hit the nail on the head. Yeah. And, and like, if that's the one thing I think that we slip on as far as salespeople is our personal brand, I, we're kind of pivoting, but it's true. Like that's the one thing that we slip on as salespeople is realizing that we're developing a brand, everything that we do, everything that we say, everything that we don't do and say as well. So if I don't post for three weeks and then I, I try to post Am, am I going to attract the same amount of people, the same level of people? Am I going to come up on the algorithm the same? Am I going to attract, you know, those people around me? No, I'm not. If I, you know, get mad and go on a rant and I'm talking about, like, if I do, if I pull a Kanye, start talking about the Jewish people and, and, you know, all these things like that, that yay. <laughs> you know what I mean? No, but that's no. all his, that's his brand that has now become synonymous with his brand. And so what happens when you put negative brand image out there? You start to lose deals, right? You start to lose potential. And I mean, Dave Chappelle said it great. He was like, he's like, when, when I saw all this happen and everybody dropped Kanye, I told him to pull his chain back out. Because Kanye was like, only, only billionaires don't wear chains around their neck. He's like, so when I saw all this happen, I was like, hey, pull your chain back out. You're not a billionaire anymore. <laughs> <laughs> but like, is it truth though? Like you, your brand is, is a derivative of everything that you do and it shows everything that you do. So when you're out here being misusing your brand and yeah, when you're out here in the streets, misusing your brand, like it's going to come out, it's going to come back to bite you in the butt. And can I, can I simplify this for people listening? Like, dude, your brand is your reputation. Yeah. Like your brand is the perception people have of you before they even meet you, Mm -hmm. you know? And, And so, um, even in your company, like the, the performance you do, the way you show up, the things you do, like, like <clears throat> that's your brand and that's your reputation. Yeah, um, yeah. The, the best branding, the best reputation is like you're you're having people offer you opportunities that are the highest quality opportunities. Um, you are being like you, you're just you're, you're attracting in, instead of chasing. Right. Like it's, yeah. it's this whole thing. So, um, yeah, yeah. branding branding's really big. If you're if you're watching and not listening, I'm wearing a hat right now that's got my logo on it. And it says I uh it says the ninja closer high ticket family man. So I made this hat just playing around, just was like, hey, I saw an ad and was like, Yeah, let me just make this hat. 
it's a brand that I use on my social media. It's a brand that I use, you know, wherever I'm at. This is, is, is a character. That's not my whole brand. My brand is not this character. This character is just a symbol of my brand. My brand is me and how I communicate and how I talk to people and how I do business. That's more important than this character on my hat, you know? And so a lot of people will hide behind the characters on their hat or their, the, the name on their t-shirt or, you know, the logo of their company. And they're, they're not being true to their personal brand and what that means. Mm-hmm. And it's funny because it's like, you hear someone say, man, I can't find a job. And you're like, all right, well, let me, what is your brand saying? Does your brand saying that you're a salesperson or does your brand say that you party hard on the weekends and that you, you know, you can't keep a relationship and that you, you know, all of these things that you put out on a regular basis and social media, not really realizing that, Hey, this is, this is derivative of my brand. This is what I look like to people. And it's funny because it's, it's, you're doing it to yourself. If you can't find a job, it's because you're doing it to yourself. Cause there's plenty of opportunities out there. Yep. If they're not coming to you, it's because you're rejecting them. You're, you're pushing them away. Bro, this, this leads to a very good, um, like conversation. So, you know, uh, like Chris Voss, he talks about all the, the body language stuff. Like dude, body language is like 90% of communication, something like that. Mm-hmm. Right less than 10% comes from the words you say most of it is like body language it's like you know how you're being perceived um like the way that you're perceived and it's 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 similar to what you're saying right but like people won't listen to like what you're saying they'll look at what you've done and 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 what because they are right like people are I can't find somebody to hire me people are literally looking and searching for somebody in your position like they're hunting for it. They need them. If they don't find them, their business is going to collapse because nobody's talking to their leads, right? So if there's such a desperate need and you're supposed to be filling that need, right? Why is it that nobody wants you? And, yeah. and, th- and that's when you think about, okay, what does that salesperson look like? And what do I look like? And what's the difference? And for most people, it's like, oh shit, I just posted a status of me like being drunk. I, you know, I just had a conversation with a, you know, with another professional and and I'm, I'm the words that I'm saying, yeah, I suck. I hate sales. I suck at this. I don't make any money. Nobody ever wants to hire me. Mm -hmm. You know, you're, 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 you're putting out perception, not what they're looking for. You're putting out like, I am a liability. I take up space. Yeah. Wanted. Right. Shooting yourself in the foot. Shooting yourself in the foot. Exactly. And, and it's funny because it like, I keep saying it's funny, but it really is because it's so easy to look at someone who's successful and look at what they look like compared to what you look like. And no, we shouldn't compare ourselves to other people or compare success, but we should compare tactics, right? We should compare the rules, right? We should compare what makes them tick and what makes them work and what am I lacking, right? You're not comparing, you're, you're sizing up sizing up to make sure that you're doing all the right things and the people who are successful they look a certain way on online they look a certain way when they show up to their calls they look a certain way when they speak to people and when they respond in comments and if you don't look that way or similar to that then you can see like where you fall off you can see that oh i'm missing this i'm missing that i'm missing this, i'm missing that and that's why i don't have an opportunity exactly 
if somebody who's successful in your industry has a six pack, you probably want to get a six pack, you know? Yeah. And it's yeah. like, especially, oh, I don't, uh -huh. especially if you're a fitness coach. <laughs> you know how many fat fitness coaches i see and yep. it's like and like oh yeah well my business is struggling and, and not that okay not that you can't be a fat fitness coach all right that's not what i'm saying what i'm saying is but you, you can. can't you yeah. can't be you can't be that and expect to be have as much success as a person with a six-pack not yeah. that the six-pack is a barometer of your success or failure but the effort and the work that it takes to get that if you're not willing to put that in, then don't expect your clients to be willing to put it in as well. Exactly. Dude, if I want a fucking fitness coach, <clears throat> the image that comes to mind is probably like, okay, they know how to get a six pack. How do I know that they know how to get a six pack? They probably have one, mm -hmm. you know, they, they, like it, it's, it's, it's just the, the, the obvious conclusion, right? Yeah. You know, it's just, it's it, that how you do anything is how you do everything. Right. You know, and like, how you show up to and how you appear to other people is is very very telling of how you're going to perform as a coach or how you're going to perform as a recruiter or how you're going to perform as a salesperson you know and like you we've got to be aware of that 100% dude i had two uh i had two personal trainers approach me at my old gym um one of them was probably 400 pounds mm -hmm. his belly was out of orbit it was massive um and the other one was 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 you know he he probably had like less than 10 percent body fat uh in good shape yeah guess which one i entertained the one who was in shape yeah i didn't even entertain the other guy i was like okay cool buddy yeah have a good yeah. one like like won't even have the fucking conversation because it's so yeah. obvious he doesn't practice what he preaches yeah you know and, and that that's literally how like <clears throat> the employer the business owner that you want to work for won't even entertain the conversation if he can tell you're you're not a fit for the position because right. they're looking to disqualify they're like okay these are things like like w when somebody has abundance they're just looking to disqualify as much as possible because they got all these fucking people they got to deal with to try to find the one that's actually worth their time right you're you know right Com completely off topic if if i can switch this real quick I was mm -hmm. listening to something this morning and talk about, we we're talking about people being fit and, and, you know, being like specimens with 0% body fat. Yeah. Have you, have you heard of Rob O'Neill? I haven't. The Navy what? SEAL, the guy who shot, he's the guy who shot Bin Laden. Did he? Oh, I've heard he's of guy, that. He's the guy who killed Bin Laden. Yeah. So he's now a retired Navy SEAL and he's like, does all these speeches and talks. And, and I was listening to one of his talks this morning. And he yeah. said something that I think we could talk about a little bit and, and do some justice to. Sure. Um, he said, stress is like a bag of bricks. He's mm -hmm. like, every morning when you wake up, you pick it up and you can shoulder it and you can carry it about your day. He's like, but as soon as you leave that somewhere, it's done. It's left. You left it there. You can now go on and move free, more freer about your day because you don't have the stress mm -hmm. on. You choose at the beginning of your day to pick up that stress or not he said stress is a choice what do you think about that yeah i think um so it, there's like there, there's real stress and there's imagined stress right like real stress is like your life is in danger or shit's happening um imagined stress is like you literally have an image in your head that makes your body think that you're in trouble 
but really it's just an image in your head and you can use that for to your benefit or you could use that to your disadvantage um if you wake up and you're thinking thoughts that are fucking you up right like you're fucking up um yeah. you know what i mean and it's it's that picture it's that picture of the guy with the bag over his shoulders he's like oh this is so hard and on the bag it says like negative thoughts like yeah you're you're shooting you're, you're shooting yourself in the foot i think um i was thinking about this the other day like uh with sales uh most like you know courses trainers coaches whatever um the the people usually the material is pretty good and the people that already have their head on straight they just apply the process and get improve their skill and they get the result um the ones that don't get the result usually they're in, in their own way and they're carrying the metaphoric bricks you know and the the whole time he's speaking i'm listening to him and he's applying you know his seal training and mm -hmm. he's saying, he's like, you know what? All I had to do was make it to the next day. He's like, just no. not quit. He's like, and to make it so easy to quit. And I realized that I could find joy in little things. So he's talking about little, little trials that they had him do little tests. And he's mm -hmm. like, yeah, I actually enjoyed that. I enjoyed going down to the bottom of a 15 foot pool and tying a knot on a rope. And then the instructor coming down and telling me yes or no. And then going back down and tying another one. He's like, I enjoyed that. I enjoyed the solitude that came with that. I enjoyed the drills. I enjoyed all of these things. I found joy in it, even though it sucked. He's like, none of it was impossible. It was all just get through it and get to the next day. He's like, I wake up in the morning. I make my bed. I brush my teeth. I get to breakfast. And then after breakfast, I just do what I got to do to get to lunch. And then I do what I got to get to lunch to dinner. And then from dinner, I do what I got to do to get back in bed, which I can do well and have a good night's sleep because I've already made my bed in the first place. And so he's talking about, you know, my, my thought in my head was, I right, just make it through today. If I'm going to quit, quit tomorrow. Don't quit today. Don't quit on that decision. And he's like, even on my missions and all of this, he's like, I was afraid. He's like, I was afraid in some of these missions and that's okay. He's like, fear helps you think. Fear makes you think well. He's like, how many times do you watch this scary movie by yourself alone in your house and you hear everything? You hear the crickets outside, you hear the house creaking, you hear everything because you're you're high alert and you're thinking. Yep. Like I of course I was afraid and all of these things. He's like, but I knew that I just had to do my job and not quit and and adapt on the fly. And everything that he's saying, I'm like applying to sales. Right. Applying to like life. And it's like stress. Why? You're doing that to yourself. Fear, okay, wow. fear is good. Think, you know, get through these situations and, and make it happen and get on this call present and, and available for this mission. You know, do what you got to do on this mission and don't worry about anything else but this mission. And then when you're done, you're done. You go on to the next mission and you leave all of that in behind you, good or bad, and you keep it moving. Mm -hmm. And and, and the, that... All of that just hit me hard, but the, the one thing that he said that really, that really, really touched me is he's, he said, a lot of these Navy SEAL instructors, he's like, if you look at a, a team of like Navy SEALs, you look at like the most elite of the elite, right? Like SEAL Team 6, the elite of the elite. Mm -hmm. it's like They all have a crazy sense of humor because they realize that this could be their last day. They got to enjoy themselves. They got to like laugh and be light and, and enjoy the good things in life because nothing is promised. Right. So right. in my head, I'm like, wow, 
you know, how, how can I apply that to my life? And just realize that, dude, we're in such a great position. We're in such a great time, like in history, where two people of color, like you and I, could sit here and make as much money as we possibly can with our skill and our effort from home, like on our computers and phones. Yep. Like, and we can sit here on this on this computer and and talk about it on this podcast, and we can, you know, we have the ability to influence people and all of these things that even fifty years ago we didn't have the ability to do. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's like, how blessed are we to be in this time in our lives, and how grateful should we be to just be able to do this and be able to take care of our families in this way? So yeah, why not have a light spirit about it? Why not? look at it and, and be great and you know have a good sense of humor and be fun and and make it easy because comparatively this is easy we're not getting shot at you know what i mean we're not getting shot at we're not getting you know, chased by jaguars like jd likes to say he's mm-hmm. like we're not we're chilling in our comfy chairs and we're just talking on our microphone my chair is really comfy dude you i don't know <laughs> I don't know if the people at home have seen, but we have a freaking beautiful executive chair with quadruple cushion. Ah, yeah, he's gonna post a link. <laughs> link in the car. Link is in the description. Yeah, I, you know, it's on my way to work this morning. I'm listening to it on my way to get getting things done. And I'm just like, you know what? We're in such a great position. You know, I mean, this is a great time to be alive, no matter what goes on in the world, no matter what's happening, you know, no matter what stresses we have, drop all of that. We're in a great spot. Yeah. We're in the best place to be right now. It's it's crazy how much of it just comes back to like <clears throat> the, the personal development, you know, the, the, the most simple boiled down parts of it, right? Like yeah, be yeah. present in the moment, um, work hard, so... It, it, it's crazy. And so for anybody listening, I think the biggest takeaway for you would probably be like, like, actually, I'd like to see comments on what some of the biggest takeaways are from this topic, because we covered a couple of different things. Yeah. But um, this has been the sales at home podcast. You guys are beautiful people. And uh, don't forget to like, comment and subscribe. See you.